Well, welcome to another new week of broadcast, another new month of broadcast. It's May the 1st, and welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and I'm glad you tuned in today because we're going to have some fun. Well, some days are fun. Some days aren't always super fun. This one's going to be fun, though, for two reasons. We've got two main focuses to focus on today. It's Movie Monday, of course, and so we are going to talk about movies. But we're going to talk about a movie that is kind of a departure, if you will. Um, it's called Sun Moon. It's a fun story about a young woman who literally is left at the altar. Now, I know that didn't come out right. But it's a fun story about someone who gets stood up by her fiance. Um, it's actually inspired by actual events of a young woman who uh, found herself on the receiving end of a, hey, I love you, let's get married, but just kidding, uh, announcement from her fiance. And winds up being, well, propositioned isn't the right word, but is pr faced with a proposition by a visiting missionary to go to Taiwan and teach English to Taiwanese children. And she takes it. So the sun moon part of the story, of course, is, you know, kind of getting the east versus west and God's will, you know, do I stay put in my faithful, familiar church home, or do I take a leap of faith and uh, go literally halfway around the world? The movie premieres this Friday, May the 5th, Cinco de Mayo, on Pure Flix, and we have not one, but two three-month subscriptions to Pure Flix to give away. See, this is a great movie Monday, right? Um, so I'll give you the number now because you know my policy, and I'm grateful that you tune in at the beginning of the program. If you tune in at the beginning of the program, I tell you what the offer is on Movie Monday or Everyone Wednesday or Good News Friday, and then you get a chance to call in first. Okay, so 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, here's what makes this movie so much fun for me personally, and I'm just going to put this out there selfishly. Many bottom line listeners know that in a previous existence of my radio career, we're talking 1985 through 1992, I had the privilege to work for a company here in Southern California called Interstate Broadcasting, and we played contemporary Christian music. Not unlike what you hear on some of the other stations on networks, um, you know, now they're on Spotify and uh, what's the other one? I can't, it, you can tell I don't use the subscription services <laughs> that much. I like turning on to the K-Bright stations and KCBC, and I, I like to listen on AM where we have AM and FM where we have FM. I'm, I'm a radio guy. That's one thing Don Crawford Sr. and I have in common. We have spend much of our time together talking about how much we love radio. Back in the days, back in the day, 1885, 86, whatever, um, 1985, um, I had the privilege of working for a contemporary Christian music station. And it was kind of like kid in a candy store for someone like me because it wasn't that we had to follow any music format per se. It was all about the lyrics of the songs. So we could play top 40. We could play R&B. We could play what we would call traditional praise and worship. Hey, we even played metal. <laughs> it was fun because, again, first and foremost, we were looking for the lyrics. And as the program director eventually and general manager of the station, I had the best job in the world because I got to pick the music. And so we let the DJs pick the tempo flow or whatever. There was a guy who was a contemporary Christian music artist back in the 1980s by the name of Steve Taylor. <clears throat> now, if you are a Southern Californian 
or maybe for our listeners in Colorado as well, or people who are listening online on the app, you may remember the name Steve Taylor. Steve was very difficult to categorize as a Christian musician. Okay, he was virtually impossible to nail down. Big, tall, gangly dude, crazy hair, prominent features, polite way of saying that. Um, And he did techno and he did punk and he did disco and whatever, but he took on some subject matters in the church that now if you listen to them, you might say, boy, he was really a little ahead of his time in terms of looking at the organized church per se and asking questions like, are we more about making clones of each other and everybody has to look the same and act the same, walk the same, talk the same? Or are we really willing to let the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit does? He had some techno-pop songs. Tamara and I were talking about this this morning. She's like, okay, now why are you so excited about Steve Taylor being on the show? Steve's an icon. Back before there were Christian music videos, Steve Taylor was making Christian music videos. And they were different. It wasn't just, here's the band in a church playing their song. It was, you know, with costumes and lights and whatever. I mean, he had a very popular song back in the mid 80s called uh, Meltdown at Madame Tussauds. And it was a song about images and, you know, the caricatures that you see in wax museums. They were all famous people. But at the end of the day, if you didn't have Christ, literally your image would melt like melt does, like uh, wax does in heat. And uh, he's talking about the people who, you know, that your image is, you know, whether you're good or you're bad, that image goes right down the drain at Judgment Day. Or how about this disco? That was another one of his big songs, which was I, what I believe inspired by actual events where he was in Europe somewhere at a church, well, what used to be a church, that had become a discotheque, a nightclub where they played music. And they still kept some of the churchy things around, but kind of a show, it was a left-handed jab at what was happening, Steve Taylor felt in the American church in terms of all the entertainment, the lights and the razzle-dazzle and things of that nature. Steve released three albums and an EP, extended play thing. The extended play song was, I want to be a clone. There were several others had a very Devo like quality to it, but Steve was also making music videos. And as his music career began to wane, cause I mean, your popularity can only go for as long as it can. Um, he eventually moved into making films and Steve Taylor is the producer of this new movie, sun moon that we're giving away the pure flicks memberships to. So if you're a contemporary Christian music fan and you want to know what Steve Taylor's up to be listening just after four 30, uh, mountain time, three thirty Pacific. Steve's going to join me. We'll video it and then put it up at myhopenow.com at the end of the program. I am looking forward to this conversation with Steve Taylor for a lot of different reasons. We will talk about the movie. Of course, the movie is actually delightful. The girl meets boy girl gets dumped by boy girl finds Jesus in Taiwan boy shows up. Well, I won't give away the whole movie shows up again and says, baby, I made a mistake. Um, it's a very delightful, charming story. Lisa really liked it. And uh, we're giving away two three-month memberships to PureFlix. This will basically take you through the summer. So you can call and get in on the drawing for those right now. It's on this Movie Monday edition of the Bottom Line Show, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. 
800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And of course, we have these two three-month memberships to Pure Flix to give away. But since it's Movie Monday, I think we might still have a couple of streams of the Dennis Wilson movie about your investments and retirement called The Baby Boomer Dilemma, America's Retirement System Exposed. So when you call in, 800-227-5278, if you're not one of the two winners for the Steve Taylor movie, you will definitely be a winner of the Baby Boomer Dilemma. Such a good deal. Okay, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, you know all the furor last week about it was a week ago that Tucker Carlson was shown the door at Fox News the same day that Don Lemon was asked to leave the building at CNN. Uh, Don Lemon has made a few little, you know, kind of rumbles and rants about uh, where he hopes to land next. And quite frankly, um, not really that interested in where Don Lemon lands, to be perfectly frank. Quite frankly, he might wind up at Fox News Channel. You never can tell the way the Fox News Channel is going. But Tucker Carlson gave a speech at the Heritage Foundation, ironically, right after he finished delivering his final presentation or what turned out to be his final presentation at the Fox News Channel. I had so many people sending me the links saying, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. It's so interesting what he said. It's, it sounds almost biblical what he's talking about. And it's true. One of the rumors I read with people are trying to figure out how is it that Tucker Carlson, the most popular guy in the Fox News Channel, how would he get shown the door? Evidently, there is one story circulating that Rupert Murdoch, who is 92 years of age and really isn't involved in day-to-day -day at Fox anymore, his son Lachlan, or Lachlan, I believe is, but nonetheless, he's you know got final say that he and his uh, the, the woman with whom he had been engaged were having dinner with Tucker Carlson and his wife, and it was one of those things where Mr. Murdoch's friend said, wow, you I mean, basically, you're like a prophet. I mean, what you're saying is a biblical proportion, and apparently that made Rupert Murdoch run. Now, I, not a, there's no confirmation of that ever happening. But on the other side of this break, I thought it would be helpful for us to listen to what Tucker Carlson said at the Heritage Foundation and see if what, what can we surmise from what he was saying, because he did not know at the time that he was giving this, this talk that this would be basically the last presentation he would make before having to walk the plank at Fox News Channel. So well, Tamara's prepared the clips. Joel's got him fired up and ready to go. On the other side of this break, we're going to get into it. Uh, part one of what did Tucker Carlson say at the Heritage Foundation that's got a lot of people asking questions about where he is in his faith, but also the state of the news media as it pertains to presenting biblical truth. We're going to talk about that on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. You know, when you present biblical truth in the media, not everybody embraces it right away. Take our friends at um, Preborn, for example. This is an organization that tells the truth to women who are facing a pregnancy situation that they did not plan for. They'll come into the preborn clinic, they'll get the ultrasound done, they'll have the pregnancy test confirming the pregnancy, and then they're presented with three options. When you go to an abortion clinic, you're only presented two. And statistically, if you look at the numbers from Planned Parenthood, the number of abortions that they perform versus the number of adoption referrals, it's, it's embarrassingly wide, that gap. But at preborn, it's the other way around. 85% of the time, when a woman goes to a preborn clinic, has the ultrasound, gets the pregnancy test confirmed, hears the heartbeat of the baby, and sees that little kiddo's face, 85% of the time, she chooses life, either to be 
of the birth mother and raise that child or to release that child for adoption. Your $28 donation right now goes such a long way toward helping. That provides one ultrasound screening. So 28 kids are going to, excuse me, 100 kids could be saved with a $2,800 donation. Uh, 10 kids with a $280 donation. You can do the math. 833-850-BABY is the number to call. 833-850-2229. 833-850-BABY or go to kbrightradio.com. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. You're going to hear Steve Taylor bumper music all the way through the program today because we're excited to have contemporary Christian music legend Steve Taylor joining us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Steve is going to be talking about the movie that he is the producer of, a brand new movie that's available on pureflix.com called Sun Moon, and that movie will be released this Friday. We've got two three-month subscriptions to Pureflix to give away. And uh, we're giving them away today at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Okay, Tucker Carlson was released from his obligation to host uh, Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox News Channel as of last Monday. He is still under contract through the end of 2024. So either way, I mean, he didn't quote unquote get fired. Fox has to work out some kind of uh, payment plan for him and he'll do just fine. Thank you very much. He has a net worth of $370 million. I think Tucker's going to land on his feet. But the question is, what is he going to do next? Because he's what, 53 years of age. He and his wife have what, four kids. They've got a nice spread in Florida worth about $5 million or so. He has a good life with creature comforts right now, but does he have a calling on his life to be that truth teller in the news? And is that possibly what got him run out of the Fox building last week? He gave a speech at the Heritage Foundation on Friday, the Friday prior to, let's see, that would have been Friday the 23rd, whenever it was, of April. And it was basically turned out to be his swan song there. Um, and then he he was gone, but he gave this talk and I wanted you to hear it and I'm gonna react to it with you. So you get a chance to hear why so many people are saying there's so much more to Tucker Carlson's firing than just they lost the Dominion case. Joel's got a bunch of cuts from this ready to go. Here we go, Joel, cut number one, if you would. Anyway, thank you. I just want to start by saying that I'm grateful to be here and I want to tell you why I am here. There are two specific reasons. Um, the first and most immediate is that during this fall's midterm elections, I got almost every single call wrong. I typically don't weigh in on races because, you know, what do I know? I don't actually cover politics. I'm not that interested. Um, but this time I got so spun up and so emotional that I convinced myself there was this wave coming this political liberation that was going to happen. And I told our viewers that in some great detail and introduced a series of candidates who subsequently lost as, you know, the new governor of New York or fill in the blank. And it was so humiliating uh, to be that wrong in public, often wrong, not usually in front of other people, um, that I thought I've just got to take some time off and think about why I was so unbelievably wrong. So I went pheasant hunting, not that it was the pheasant's fault, but that is kind of a way to clear your head. <laughs> and I, um, and I wound up, because bird hunting really is, again, not good for the birds, but very good for you. And I wound up uh, in South Dakota with Kevin, among other people, including a couple of my college roommates. And I was just, I was so impressed by him as a person. And really, the, having spent my life in Washington, I can tell you, if you're not from here, the, the key question about anybody who runs any institution in Washington is how false is this person? God sends messages. We can't immediately translate all of them. Uh, so I... 
I can't tell you what that meant. There clearly is meaning. The point is, uh, the man who runs Heritage is not false at all. In fact, my assessment of him was he's completely real. He's, a completely, he's an honest person. He means it. He's not playing a role. And that was so thrilling to me to see that. And by the way, it was confirmed by one of Heritage's security people who was standing backstage with me, and I asked him, because the security guys always know they're all former cops. You know, they've seen everything. They have seen humanity in various states of drunken undress. Like, you can't shock them. And they know who's real and who's not. And I asked, you know, what do you, what do you think? And one of them said to me, to my face, I would go to war for him. Hmm. Wow. That's a heavy statement. And you know, one of the things I appreciate about what Car Tucker Carlson said in this opening statement, he's at the Heritage Foundation. He's done work at the Heritage Foundation. He, I mean, th this is a home game for him. And for him to get up there and say, you know, I don't typically do policy as far as politics goes. But this time I felt so keen on the fact that we were ready for a change. We were ready for this great awakening. We were ready for uh, something to happen. I really felt this was God ordained that I started endorsing candidates. And why? He was playing by the old rules. The old rules of politics are if the incumbent president is dying on the vine in the public opinion polls, if the economy is tanking, that means that what the American people will do is they'll rise up and they'll elect new leadership you would have seen a 40 to 45 seat swing in the House of Representatives. You'd have the president fighting for his political life and having to make nice all of Bill Clinton with Newt Gingrich and the white man's revolt of 1994. That's what everyone who was a pundit on the GOP side said. There's a red wave coming because that's historically what's happened. And then guess what happened in 2022? And Tucker Carlson at least had the courage to say it. He said, I was wrong. Every single candidate that I backed did not win. Now, does that mean Tucker doesn't know what he's doing? No, it means the rules changed. The game is different now. And that's what Tucker was acknowledging. Joel, go ahead, cut number two, if you would. And one of the best things about Heritage over time, longitudinally, 50 years, say, is that Heritage has always hired a lot of people. And that is an underrated thing. It really is. <laughs> Giving people a job, even if it's 14 grand a year plus a $100 bill for liquor, you, you change someone's life. You put them on a, on a trajectory. At least that's true for me. I mean, I had not succeeded in school, to put it mildly. And I did not feel, I always, I always felt like I was smart. Not one other person felt that way. <laughs> Until I got to Heritage. <laughs> I'm not sure they were super impressed, but they treated me like an adult. Because they had high, they had high intellectual standards. They were standards of honesty. And, you know, the idea at Heritage when I worked there wasn't just that, you know, we're fighting this war against the other side, of course, but it did not logically follow from that at Heritage that you could say whatever you wanted. Just because the other side was rotten didn't mean you could be rotten. They really hewed to the highest standards of factual accuracy, intellectual honesty. They really meant it. They did. And even if you didn't agree with them, they were very serious about it. They were intellectually serious people, every single person I worked with. The receptionist in the office at Policy Review was going to school at night to learn Russian. You know, it's interesting to hear him talk so authentically and so genuinely and so appreciatively 
about the Heritage Foundation. Again, this isn't a commercial for the Heritage Foundation. In Tucker Carlson's case, it was because it was a fundraiser. He was It was a black tie event. If you watch the video, which we'll put up at thebottomlineshow.com, everybody, including Dr. Kevin Roberts, who's the president, he mentioned Kevin earlier, um, they're, they're all in black tie. Tucker, literally, he's still got his sport coat on and his uh, dress shirt <laughs> and plaid tie or whatever color it was um, because he just came from the Fox News Channel. But he's talking about the integrity of the Heritage Foundation not to get people to donate necessarily, though that ostensibly they would. But to talk about the fact that this is an institution that is committed to the truth. And as he mentioned, when you talk about things that are truthful and you are right, there was a time where there's a certain level of decency, a certain level of decorum in the American conversation where people did fight for what was right rather than who was right. And the problem with the way the argument has shifted is when you're fighting for what is right, the who doesn't matter. You can have different people coming in and out of leadership and talking heads and this, that, and the other thing, but people are fighting for a standard. In the case of America, a biblical standard. But now that that's being rewritten and being challenged, the question is now it is a battle of good versus evil. It's not just a question of Fox versus MSNBC. We'll hear more from Tucker Carlson in just a moment, and I encourage you to go to thebottomlineshow.com and check the whole speech out for yourself because he has a lot of wisdom to share about where we are as a nation. And if you're wondering why it seems like we're going down the toilet, hell in a handbag, the whole shot, he has a lot of wisdom as to why he thinks this is happening and ironically kind of eerily foretelling what would happen to him at the most conservative major network in American news just a few days after that. More of Tucker Carlson in just a moment as the bottom line continues. Don't believe your insurance company is looking out for you. They're not. They want you to call them after you're in an accident, but you shouldn't handle that alone. That's where Stephanie Cover of Cover Law shines. With 20 years of insurance industry experience, she knows all the angles and will fight for your rights. Insurance companies pretend to be your partner, but in reality, their primary goal is to pay you as little as possible. When you work with Cover Law, Stephanie becomes your negotiator, and the insurance companies must talk to her, not you. You need to rest and heal. Stephanie is different from other attorneys. She's fully invested in your legal, medical, financial, emotional, and spiritual needs. After an accident, you don't want to deal with insurance adjusters who want to minimize your payout. So don't wait. Contact Cape Wright's personal injury attorney today at capewrightradio.com slash coverlaw. You won't pay a dime to talk to someone who truly cares about your healing. Stephanie with an F, Cover is in cover, 877-214-4935 or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law. Over the weekend, I was at a family gathering with a member of our family who had recently been helped by Stephanie. I gave up, came up, gave him a hug and said, how you doing? And he said, Stephanie Cover is a godsend. Please tell her I said thanks. Hey, that's the way I feel. And I know you'll feel the same way too. 877-214-4935 or kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law. Who remembers "Guilty by Association" by Steve Taylor? Oh man, there's a there's a heavy lyric on that one. You definitely want to check it out. You can find his work at his website. You can also find it on YouTube. I'm Roger Marsh. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show today, Movie Monday edition of the broadcast. And Steve Taylor is the new producer, oh, the producer of the brand new movie called Sun Moon, which debuts on Pure Flix on uh, Friday, May the fifth, and we've got two. Uh, Pure Flix subscriptions to give away. These are three-month subscriptions, so it basically takes you throughout the entire summer. 
is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Steve is waiting in the wings. He will join us after the break at the bottom of the hour to talk about the movie, to talk about his contemporary Christian music career, and uh, he's just a ton of fun. So looking forward to having Steve on the program with us. We'll get back to the Tucker Carlson audio in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I want to remind our listeners here, especially locally, uh, you know that uh, Mother's Day is now two weeks from yesterday, right? Dun, da, da, da. And if you have a mom, and let's face it, everybody who was born has a mom, right? May not have the best relationship with mom. She may be with the Lord. Maybe you have a distrained relationship with your mom, but everyone has a mom. Um, a lot of women will tell you that being a mom is the most rewarding job a woman will ever have. There are others who are like a mom. I think of my sister often. Uh, she, not a mom of babies who are with us here. We'll get to meet them in heaven. But uh, she has been an aunt and a great aunt to numerous kids, plus does a lot of volunteer work, and she's got lots of people who think of her as a mom. If you have a mom in your life that you would like to honor this Mother's Day, we would like to help you out. And even if the mom is you, even if you're saying, hey, this is the best thing I've ever done, and I just want to say praise God for allowing me to have this season, um, go to kbrightradio.com and fill out the form for our Mother's Day giveaway. We are taking your recommendations. We are taking your nominations uh, all through this week and next for our grand prize, which is a spa day package. Woo! That's going to be a lot of fun. So mom is going to really enjoy that one. Second prize is a bouquet of flowers and not just any bouquet of flowers. I think like horseshoe of roses might be really appropriate. But either way, uh, we've got two of these uh, prizes to give away and would love to make you one of the winners. So go to kbrightradio.com. And then also, when you go to kbrightradio.com, you can sign up. Uh, be sure to tune in over the next couple of weeks because we're going to be sharing a lot of the stories that uh, a, a the moms who've been nominated or the moms who are, you know, saying, Hey, this is why I love being a mom. So it's kbrightradio.com. Click the banner on the homepage for the mother's day giveaway. And you'll be entered into the drawing for the grand prize, the spa package and second prize, a huge, beautiful bouquet of flowers uh, to give away. You know, it, it's so amazing how the culture has tried to devalue the family to try to tear it apart, to tear apart the gender definitions, to try to get to the point where uh, moms and dads really don't matter anymore. You know, the way the parents are depicted in social media and on other media platforms. But God has created the family to glorify him and to be a reflection not only of the relationship between uh, our Heavenly Father and us, but also the husband-wife relationship, Christ and the church. So the biblical traditional marriage is key. It's so very important. Register for our Mother's Day giveaway today. Coming up next, Steve Taylor on the other side of this break, talking about the movie Sun Moon as the bottom line continues. You know, I just finished a meeting in Africa with a group of guys. And I said to them, here's the deal. They want to know how things are going in the United States. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. Things are crummy. But I said, what you do every day is you get up every day, gentlemen, and you realize that none of this matters. God is in control. And if you believe that, then it, it's all downhill. And, and I said to them, I said, so as we struggle here with the things that we're planning to do here in Africa, it's exciting to see all the things that you guys want to do and the plans you're making. Just know that God is in charge. And so, and the bad things that are happening in the United States, God is going to work all them to good, Romans 8, 28. That's the only solution is just go back every day to Jesus and ask him 
for guidance in what you're supposed to be doing. Amen and amen. Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Well, welcome to another Movie Monday here on the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Glad to have you along. We have the whole network with us for this half hour, and you are in for a treat. If you like a good movie, if you like a free offer, and if you loved contemporary Christian music in the 1980s, raise your hand if you did. Okay, I'm raising my hand. I'm raising both of my hands. I know a lot of Bottom Line Show listeners like this this day of programming, when Roger gets a chance to talk to somebody who was a pioneer, an icon, if you will, in contemporary Christian music, knowing that there's some great praise and worship music that's happening right now, but there are people, if you saw the movie Electric Jesus, if you like to listen to the classic Christian music channels, uh, when we had the guitar player for the Bill Gaither band on, when we've had Michael Sweet from Striper, uh, you know, the, the, the list goes on. Um, today on the Bottom Line Show, we're going to be joined by Steve Taylor legendary Christian artist. Remember the albums on the Fritz, Meltdown, uh, I Want to Be a Clone, I Predict 1990. I mean, in the 1980s, Steve Taylor was the guy who was not only writing the music that was edgy. I mean, all different styles of music. I didn't even get into, in the first half hour, the the song Lifeboat by Steve Taylor. If you, man, if you want to talk about a song that went there, as it were, with regard to uh, you know, racism and, you know, favoritism, that whole James chapter two, you know, do we favor the people who have all the money and uh, treat the homeless poorly, that type of stuff. Steve went there. Uh, but he also made music videos that eventually led to a movie career. And now he's a movie producer. And his latest production is a delightful love story called Sun Moon. It's about a young woman who meets a guy, they get engaged, and then he literally leaves her at the altar. We're talking flowers in the church. She's in her wedding dress in the bathtub when her sister comes and says, you got to come out and go get the stuff. The wedding cake is there in the reception hall. I mean, that's how left at the altar she was. But while she goes back to the church to see what's going on and get her stuff, there's a missionary and his wife are there. And uh, he was a missionary in Taiwan, went and become an English teacher. And she gets the call to go, you know, quit her job, gave up her apartment. Now she doesn't have a husband. So she goes. And it's a delightful, romantic love story about girl meets boy, but also girl finds a deeper relationship with God. And Steve Taylor is the producer of this new movie called Sun Moon. Now, Sun Moon makes its debut this Friday on Pure Flix. It'll be streaming there. And we want you to see it. That's why we have two Pure Flix uh, subscriptions to give away, and these are the three-month variety. So you can call right now at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 to get through to the Bottom Line Show and get your name in the drawing for one of the two three-month free subscriptions to Pure Flix, where you can watch, among other things, the new movie produced by contemporary Christian music icon Steve Taylor called Sun Moon. Okay, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, Steve joins me to talk about music and this brand new movie. It's on Movie Monday, coming up next as the bottom line continues. 
Well, a special guest joining me today here on The Bottom Line to talk about a special movie that's going to be streaming exclusively on Pure Flix. How many times have you heard me say that in the past? Uh, Steve Taylor is with me, and we're going to talk about Sun Moon. Now, Steve Taylor, the man, the myth, the legend, a contemporary Christian music legendary artist from the 1980s and 90s, but has also been involved in Christian media for, my goodness, I, I don't want to date us, Steve, but how long has it been? First of all, welcome to The Bottom Line Show. It's good to have you here. Thank you. And it's been a long time, and I'm very old, so yes. No, no, you're not at all. I mean, you look way younger than I do. But but seriously, though, you have seen the what's happened in Christian movies and Christian music and whatever from literally from ground zero. And uh, it, it's got to be gratifying to you to see the successes that the faith based films are having and the music and everything over these past years. It is. We, you know, we saw the in when it comes Christian music, we saw a, some pretty big leaps in quality over the over the years. And uh you know, it, it felt like it took a little longer when it came to Christians making movies, but uh, we're really seeing it come into its own as well. So it's it's been fun to watch. What led you from behind the microphone to in front of and then behind the camera? I mean, it's, it, it's kind of mysterious when you say I'm a movie producer, but I mean, how exactly did you get involved in that? Yeah, I, when I went to college, it was a Colorado University in Boulder and I was a music major, but they also had a film program and it was kind of fledgling at the time, but I took all the classes. I didn't understand at the point at that point that it was an avant-garde filmmaking school. <laughs> so I was going to try to learn how to tell stories with a camera, and yeah. I didn't learn any of that. But yeah. uh, probably avant-garde filmmaking probably helped me in making music videos. Yeah. So when I got out of college, I thought, well, probably better to be a have a rock band in my twenties and a filmmaker in my fifties than the reverse. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, was able to do some music videos for myself, and then I'd get hired to do them for other people while I was a recording artist. Um, but the goal was always to eventually get into filmmaking. And so mm -hmm. I made that switch in the early 2000s and uh, have been pre predominantly doing that. I still do some music, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I like I like them both. Well, it's wonderful that you're able to still have both platforms. But as far as the, the filming goes right now, we're talking about this brand new movie, Sun Moon, that is on Pure Flix starting May the 5th. We've got uh, the trailer up at thebottomlineshow.com. Give us a 60 to 90 second overview of the movie. It's just kind of a girl gets dumped at the altar and goes to Taiwan story, which you see all the time you know, in Hollywood, right? Totally, that old trope. Yeah. Um, Yes, I I am the filmmaker in residence at uh, Lipscomb University in Nashville, okay. and my grad assistant uh, between college and grad school had gone to Taiwan and taught English up in the mountains of Taiwan for a year, and she would tell me stories about what it was like, and I just thought they were interesting, especially the kind of classroom stories, so I had her put it into a screenplay format to see what it looked like. It was good. Uh, I helped her develop it into a feature screenplay, and then uh, Rich Peluso at Sony mm -hmm. Affirm films uh like the pitch and uh agreed to put up money for us to shoot on two continents so we shot in nashville for a week and then uh and then we were supposed to get on a plane the next day to go to taiwan and they shut the country down because of covid waited mm. so seven months and we're finally able to go back uh, get into taiwan and shoot there for another six weeks and i was uh, I was going to say, what part of Indiana did you use or whatever it was? You know, sometimes <laughs> yes. when they have those, here's a scene that becomes, you know, it's a medieval England and then it's also Kentucky. But right. uh, but you actually did get some location shoots. Any obstacles there as you were putting this movie together? Once we got in, it all went great. We had to quarantine for 14 days where we each entered a hotel room and didn't leave that room for 14 mm. days. But wow. um, we were very glad to get out. And uh, it was we had great uh, a time and great weather, a fantastic Taiwanese uh, 
crew and uh, some really great uh, Taiwanese cast as well. Uh, Mackenzie Mosey is the star. She was mm-hmm. uh, played Rapunzel in the movie version of Into the Woods opposite Meryl Streep and is wow. a fantastic actress. Yeah. And uh, Justin Chin, the other lead is uh, Taiwanese, but he's got a new series that he's the lead in on Netflix coming out in a couple months called The Brother's Son uh, with Michelle Yeoh. So it's wow. a really good cast. And a, yeah. a, they have a great presence and they have a fun love story. We're talking with Steve Taylor today here on The Bottom Line about the brand new faith-based movie called Sun, Moon. We have a link for the uh, the trailer up at thebottomlineshow.com. And yes, we will be giving away some uh, free Pure Flix opportunities for you to, to watch the movie and some of the other Pure Flix samplings when you go to thebottomlineshow.com. Um, the, the, the story itself, I mean... Obviously, we mentioned the faith-based component, but it doesn't really, I hate to use the expression, but you've heard it before, you know, it doesn't hit you over the head, you know, with the gospel message. Talk about why that was important in terms of telling a faith-based story, but not necessarily using a lot of Christianese to do so. Right. Yeah. I, you know, when I went to college, I was maybe obsessed is the word with wanting to know what God's will was for my life. Mm -hmm. And I came across a book called Decision-Making in the Will of God back then. And it talked about that, you know, when you look at the Bible, God's will has to do with us being saved and then being sanctified, to use the theological term. And then we kind of get to pick what we want to do, right? And we should be grateful for uh, a lot of options. And I think uh, Kelsey in the movie is stuck and has gone through a a very sad thing and she feels like god's let her down and probably that she deserves better and she takes this leap of faith to go do something that she would have never done otherwise and uh not only finds a you know a a new purpose but one of the things i love about it is uh as american christians i think we're uh pretty inward focused and uh Mm -hmm. we forget how much god is doing uh in the rest of the world and she finds a vibrant christian community in taiwan which does exist there and so uh it's a it's it's nice to see that on film instead of uh just uh hear about it or read about it yeah steve taylor is my guest today here on the bottom line the producer of this new movie sun moon which is up at the bottom line show.com and makes its debut on netflix on friday may the 5th uh you have a couple of scenes in the movie and i we're going to blame your graduate assistant you know for writing them it certainly wouldn't be you but man i could smell the must in the carpet in that sanctuary i mean when she when kelsey has to go back and actually you know i mean it was, it, it was it's kind of mean i mean almost to have to go back and say i'm going to get the wedding decorations and the flowers and the cake but there are couple of scenes my wife was just in stitches when she gets when she disposes of the wedding cake um, talk about how much i mean your cynical self probably said yeah let's go ahead and do this but how much did you have to kind of pump the brakes on steve taylor to make sure that the movie was told faithfully because i could see a lot of places where i thought oh he's having a great time with this yes yes i this was not this isn't the genre that i'm most comfortable with <laughs> yeah. um, but it was the you know it's it follows pretty closely uh, the the writer director Sydney Tooley um, she did not get left at the altar but otherwise a lot of it follows you know her story pretty closely and yeah. um, so we wanted to stay pretty true to that that basic story but you know I had I, I just really wanted it to be a movie that families could enjoy and that you know could be kind of an intergenerational viewing experience and. So I I held my more uh, more left leaning influences <laughs> in check uh, when it comes to art artistry and uh, tried to do right by the movie. Hopefully we did. 
I think so. I, and I appreciate the fact that you shared that because, you know, we have entered into a, I don't want to call it a golden age, but we're entered into a certainly a great age of Christian filmmaking where we're seeing, uh, you know, a lot of big screen results that are, you know, telling true stories and and really you know, striking a nerve with uh, with audiences. You kind of go against the grain in the sense that you're not working with a brother. I mean, I think that's one of the things that we're yeah. seeing right now. And they're great guys, you know, I mean, right, the, right. the Kendricks to the Irwins and Downs. I mean, there's right. lots of brother combos. And then here comes Steve Taylor. Oh man, um, I gotta get me a brother. Well, that's I gotta, right. gotta <laughs> That'll be his next movie. I gotta get me a brother. <laughs> I gotta get me a brother. Um, but you you mentioned Rich Peluso in a firm, you know, and Sony, and that that uh, Rich has been on the program, a great guy. And it's nice to see that there are people outside of that mold because I my fear would be, and I'd love to get your comment on this, that we might create a new mold. I mean, the Christian movies used to follow a blueprint, right? You know, and there was yes. the believable conversion experience, and this was designed to be sold on videotape at a Christian bookstore and played at church, and that was it. But we could very easily run into that kind of syndrome too. Talk about how you want to stay true to what the what God's called you to do, but at the same time, not that you're deliberately poking holes at what these guys are doing, but saying, "Hey, look, there's another many different ways that we could tell faith-based stories." Yes. Well, when you know people equate faith-based and family-friendly um, exclusively, I think you know you really got to check your Bible out because there's a large chunks of the Bible that are not family friendly <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, so I I think it's important that we're able to tell all kinds of stories, and um, there is a, a way to tell those stories redemptively and still be truthful to uh, the story and truthful to our calling as Christians. Um, and I like the fact that it you know the the opportunities seem to be expanding, and um, uh, hopefully that will continue. Yeah, I'm talking with Steve Taylor today here on The Bottom Line. The new movie is called Sun Moon. We have a link for it up at thebottomlineshow.com. And if for no other reason, you have to see Sun Moon because you'll see the Book of Ruth played out on stage in less than five minutes. And yes, if, that's right. if you've never experienced anything like that, that must have, that looked like that whole sequence was kind of fun, the talent show, as it were. It was, it was so much fun. The uh, The students were a blast to work with. And, um, and I think that was actually another experience that... Uh, they happen in real life. So I love that. That's great. What what's on the horizon for you musically? I see rumblings on social media every now and again that you're you know grabbing a guitar and a keyboard and going on the road. Uh, obviously, there's some new movies. What what can we expect from Steve Taylor in the year to come? Yes. Well, I just pr produced a movie last summer uh, called Sketch that hopefully will be out uh, next year with uh, Tony Hale from Arrested Development and Veep oh, yeah. and Darcy Carden from. Barry and the Good Place. Uh, it's it's really great, and it's uh, I can't wait for people to see it. And then I'm also working with uh, someone you may be familiar with, Mike Naraki, the oh yeah, Tales mm -hmm. and voice of Larry the Cucumber. Yeah, he wanted to do a new animated series, um, and I ended up somehow becoming the producer on that. It's called Wow, called the Dead Sea Squirrels. Um, oh yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> That's great it's about a, a ten-year-old kid whose uh, dad is an archaeologist, and while his dad is doing a dig near the Dead Sea, he wanders into a cave, finds two dead, salt-encrusted squirrels, smuggles them home in his backpack to Tennessee, puts them in his window to air out, and it rains that night, and boom, he's now got two uh, living squirrels who were alive during Jesus' time and hijinks oh, and um it's we're almost done it's 13 episodes that should Fine. be out this time next year and uh mike and i co-write uh tend to co-write a song with each episode so if you can imagine 
some combination of where is my hairbrush and meltdown Adam too. So <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Well, we'll keep all things posted. How do we find you on the web, on social media? Where's the best place to track yes, Steve? I am, not, I am barely on social media, but on Twitter at uh, at the perfect foil, uh, I will occasionally post something. I've got uh, a project to tell people about. Okay, well, we will definitely link that up at thebottomlineshow.com. And I encourage our listeners to check out, if you're not already subscribing to Pure Flix, you need to get a Pure Flix subscription, if for no other reason than to see Sun Moon, uh, which is produced by Steve Taylor. And uh, it, it's a delightful love story, faith-based story. It's I, I don't want to say... Uh, the, all I can think of, Steve, to describe it is it really does come out of left field. I mean, not only where the story is, but also where it kind of fits in the landscape of Christian films. But... It's that pop of, you know, of, of encouragement, I think, that will be a, such a pleasant surprise to so many people. They'll say, gosh, I'm really glad I found out about this. So what's the reaction you're getting to the movie so far? It's got a great reaction. I didn't know what to expect because it is not, you know, my understanding of Pure Flix was I, I wasn't sure how this would work. And um, everybody seems really happy with it. And I think, you know, it's nice to see a movie on Pure Flix that's not all shot in the United States, it's just it's in, this, <laughs> right. you know, in a different location. So that's been, that's been great. That's true. That's true. And and for those who might be wondering, you know, maybe they, you might think that shooting outside the U S would be in Georgia in the old Soviet union, as opposed <laughs> to Georgia where everything else gets made these days. But I, but right. I understand, but thank you for being, you know, bicontinental as far as that goes. Uh, the new movie sun moon is out on Friday, May the 5th at pureflix.com. Trailers up at thebottomlineshow.com. Steve Taylor, great to get to meet you and spend some time with you and reminisce a little bit. Uh, thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you, Roger. It's been a blast. Certainly has. And uh, we are so grateful that our friends at Pure Flix have provided not one, but two, uh, three, three-month, two free three-month uh, subscriptions to Pure Flix right now. So you can get that, sign up for it. And then this Friday, you can start streaming Sun Moon, the movie produced by contemporary Christian music legend, Steve Taylor. Okay. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line here on this Movie Monday. Again, the brand new movie on Pure Flix, start, it starts streaming this Friday, May 5th. That's kind of an unusual start date for a, a, a stream. Typically, they start on Monday or Tuesday. This one, though, we're giving you lots of advance warning and to give you a chance to win one of those two free three-month subscriptions to PureFlix that we're giving away today. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, a uh, couple of final thoughts about this movie, about Christian, Christian media in general, and what Tark, Tucker Carlson has to say about the Bible and truth and the culture as far as it goes to being represented in the media. That's all coming up next as the bottom line continues. Down to me. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. If you enjoyed the music of Steve Taylor, songs like Meltdown and Sin for a Season, Guilty by Association, Lifeboat, and whatever you're really going to love his latest project because he's a movie producer. And today here on The Bottom Line, Movie Monday, we're giving away three free, three month, well, two free three-month subscriptions. Get that straight, to Pure Flix. So you can watch the new produced by Steve Taylor movie called Sun Moon, the delightful story of a young woman who winds up going on a Taiwanese mission after her fiancé leaves her at the altar. 
and she learns a lot about her faith, learns a lot about her relationship with God, and there may or may not be a really nice love story wrapped into her Taiwanese adventure as well. Um, 800-227-5278 is the number to call to get you through to the bottom line. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. Uh, get you through to the bottom line show. It is Movie Monday. Two winners will win the... Uh, well, two will each win a three-month subscription to PureFlix. And I should point out, if you already have a subscription to PureFlix, you can't add on. They have your email in the database. This is not like, hey, my three months is about to run out and I'm going to grab three more. This is for new subscribers, if you will. So if you don't already have PureFlix, now's the time to call 800-227-5278. Also, because it is Movie Monday... We've got a couple more streams to give away of Dennis Wilson's movie. Well, the movie that Dennis has been promoting, and that is called The Baby Boomer Dilemma, the expose behind the history of the retirement, well, the, the pension plans and retirement scams that often leave people with way less in retirement than they thought they were going to get. Um, 800-227-5278. We've got a dozen or so links for this movie that the girls are giving away. And each link comes not only with the screening of the movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma, but it also gives you a couple hours of bonus material as well. Lots of questions answered with regard to retirement. And then of course, you'll want to follow up with our friends at Wilson Financial uh, to find out how you can prevent having to pay too much in taxes during your retirement, having to, uh, uh, you know, you want to make sure you've got enough money to make it through. You want to be a good steward. And Dennis can show you how to do that. And Chances are the conventional IRA or 401k that you were told is going to be your ticket to financial freedom in your retirement may not be as beneficial and plentiful as you were told. So that's why we encourage you. That's why Dennis is not trying to strike down that industry, but just to say, look, you got to know what it's all about and you don't want to get fooled. So 800-227-5278 for the PureFlix subscriptions and also for the streams of the movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma. You know, Steve uh, Taylor was talking about faith-based films and speaking the truth and love and showing people different sides of the equation. And one of the things that I think has caught America by storm is the whole, uh, you know, it was a week, a week ago that we were finding out that Fox News Channel was parting ways with Tucker Carlson. And I, I want to hear another clip from his, uh, he gave a talk at the Heritage Foundation um, eerily about <laughs> three days before he got fired talking about the importance of telling the truth in media and dealing with truthful people. Joel, if you would, I believe we're on cut four, or maybe it's cut three. I'll let you pick. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. The week I started at Policy Review, the Soviet Union collapsed, which was an amazing thing. The coup against Gorbachev in the third week of August 1991 was the week I started at Heritage. And in retrospect, of course, you never appreciate the significance of things as they happen to you. You can't really know what the movie's about until it ends. But at the time, we didn't really appreciate how, well, two things. One, our entire political orientation was based on this war between the United States and the Soviet Union, this Cold War, but very much a war. And every part of our politics, as you well remember, those of you my age and older remember, every part of our politics revolved around that central conflict. We were in conflict with a country that was both anti-markets and anti-Christian. And that put in stark relief our own beliefs. And what would happen when that ended, when there wasn't that clear contrast? That's the first thing. And of course, the second thing is we could never have known the third week of August 1991, as we saw totalitarianism die, that it would ever come here. 
We just couldn't imagine that. You know, we believe that victories were permanent. They're not, of course. That's the first lesson of history. You know, nothing is permanent except our own demise and God. But we didn't kind of get that. You know, if you told me then that this week the Department of Justice would have indicted a group of people, people I don't agree with, by the way, on a lot of different issues, black nationalist socialists from Florida, okay, kind of not my demographic, but would have indicted them for criticizing the U.S. position, the Biden administration's position on the war in Ukraine and charged them with felonies for which they're each facing 10 years in prison. If you told me that could happen here, I would have laughed at you. No, we have a First Amendment. Like, that can't happen here, but it, it has, that and a lot of other things. I appreciate so much what Tucker said just in that last statement about the fact that there are people that he disagrees with whom he still believes deserves the protection of the First Amendment. And that the totalitarian leftist government that has taken over here in the United States, I mean, is, is actually putting people through these paces. It's fascinating to me to also see how many people who professed faith in Christ but held their nose and said, oh, they never vote for Donald Trump, it's disgusting, it's terrible, this, that, and the other thing, and really tried to put themselves as above the fray are now scrambling to identify what a quote unquote Christian position is when it comes to politics. But let those words from Tucker Carlson sink in for any of us who want to get tempted to think if we just win this election, if we just win this battle, he said, we're living in a time and a culture right now where victories are not permanent. The only permanent victory is Jesus Christ on the cross, full stop. And though our mortal bodies will at one point decay and fade away, it's your soul that's at risk. And the question is, what kind of deal have you made for the eternal preservation of that? Either placing your faith and trust in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ to pay the penalty for your sins, or selling out in the other direction. We're going to continue this conversation on the other side of this break. Hear more from Tucker Carlson's address at the Heritage Foundation. Still taking your calls. If you have a comment, if you'd like to react to it, 800-227-5278. For our KCBC audience, you've got Rabbi Schneider coming up next with Discovering the Jewish Jesus. But for those who remain on the network, more Tucker Carlson at the Heritage Foundation. That's coming up next as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the bottom line show, Steve Taylor style. God, I almost felt like I was at KYMS for a second there. Now here's On the Fritz from the Steve Taylor album with the same name. Uh, welcome back to the program. It was great to have Steve on in the last half hour to talk about his role as the producer of the brand new movie that's streaming this Friday, beginning this Friday on Pure Flix. It's called Sun Moon. Nice romantic tale about a woman who gets left at the altar. I know that doesn't sound great, but she winds up taking a position as an English teacher at a Christian school in Taiwan. And it's a delightful story shot on location as well as here in the States. We've got two of these three month free subscriptions to Pure Flix to give away. And these are for new subscribers only. I know a lot of bottom line listeners have won Pure Flix subscriptions over the past several months. Um, this is for anybody. That, they have your stuff in the database. So if you come in and say, I want three more months free, they're going to say, eh, sorry. Uh, but this is for new subscribers only. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line. Of course, uh, if you call in and you don't win one of the two free subscriptions, remember we do have uh, several links available for the Baby Boomer Dilemma movie that Dennis Wilson has made available to us. If you want to understand your 401k and your IRA, what they're going to do in your retirement years, uh, here's a hint. 
It's not going to turn out as nice as you think it is. And if you're thinking, oh, I'll just leave my IRA to my kids and they'll get all that money. And then you find out the Uncle Sam's going to take his share and you're not going to be leaving them as much. It's a good movie to see. And then you want to follow up with Dennis. 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970 for Wilson Financial, by the way. Hey, Mother's Day is less than two weeks away. And if you go to kbrightradio.com, we have a special opportunity for you to honor the mom in your life, even if that mom is you. If you go click the banner at kbrightradio.com, special Mother's Day banner, and let us know a meaningful story about your mom or the mom in your life. Everybody has a, she was like a mother to me. Or um, quite frankly, if you want to say, you know what, this is what I love the most about being a mom. We'll be sharing those stories over the next couple of weeks here on our Bottom Line Show affiliate KBRT in Southern California. And um, two lucky winners. One will be the first prize winner for a spa day. And the runner-up will get a nice, beautiful bouquet of flowers. So go to kbrightradio.com, hit the Mother's Day banner, and let's get you involved in that Mother's Day giveaway. We have been listening to the Tucker Carlson speech that he gave at the Heritage Foundation. He finished up his Fox News uh, broadcast on Friday, April 21st. He raced over from the studio to the Heritage Foundation where they were having a black tie dinner, an event, and he was the keynote speaker. He worked in their policy center right out of college before he went on to a career with MSNBC, CNN, and then eventually Fox News. He started the Daily Caller back in 2010, sold his interest in it in 2020, not worried about Tucker Carlson and where he's going to land on his feet. The guy's worth $370 million now, but he's just remarkably insightful. It's refreshing to hear him talk about things like in this last clip we heard in the last half hour about how he started working at uh, Heritage Foundation the week that literally the wall fell down and the Soviet Union collapsed. And he said at that time, all Amer American politics was based on the good versus evil. We're the good guys. They're the bad guys. And now the bad guys were ostensibly gone. And it changed the way we looked at policy, that we made political policy, that we reported and now we're to the point where he mentioned the Biden administration is bringing up some black nationalists and other people on charges for criticizing the U.S. government. I mean, love them or hate them. And even Tucker Carlson said in the last clip, he says, look, I, I don't necessarily support these organizations, but they do have the right to criticize the government. That's what the First Amendment's for. And yet they could be all facing 10 years in prison for basically just saying, we think the Biden administration is wrong in this area. And that's a dangerous precedent to set. Let's get back now, cut number four. This is Tucker Carlson at the Heritage Foundation, ominously just a couple of days before he was shown the door at Fox News Channel. But here are two conclusions I've come to, which I think are slightly less depressing than the most obvious, which is the country's really going at high speed in the wrong direction. Yeah, no kidding. Like in ways that are just unfathomable and and for people my father's age, for example, who's 82 and such a decent man, and I could go on forever about my dad, who I saw this morning, um, you know, was born in an orphanage called the Home for Little Wanderers in Boston and became a success and the head of a federal agency and served in the Marine Corps and sort of lived the America that you imagine is possible for people who are smart and try hard and all that. For, for people of that age, it's, it's too much, actually. The change is too abrupt. They can't metabolize it, really. It's too horrifying. 
But for those of us who are still engaged in trying to figure out what this means and not just repelled by it, I would say two things that are, I think we're thinking about. The first is, is you look around and you see so many people break under the strain, under the downward pressure of whatever this is that we're going through. And you look with disdain and sadness as you see people you know become quislings, you see them revealed as cowards, you see them going along with a new, new thing, which is clearly a poisonous thing, a silly thing, you know, saying things you know they don't believe because they want to keep their jobs. If there's a single person in this room who hasn't seen that through George Floyd and COVID and the Ukraine war, raise your hand. Oh, nobody? Right. You all know what I'm talking about. And you're so disappointed in people. You know you are, and you realize that the herd instinct is maybe the strongest instinct. I mean, it may be stronger than the hunger and sex instincts, actually. The instinct, which again is inherent to be like everybody else and not to be cast out of the group, not to be shunned, that's a very strong impulse in all of us from birth. And it takes over, unfortunately, in moments like this, and it's harnessed, in fact, by bad people in moments like this to produce uniformity. And you see people going along with this and you lose respect for them. And that certainly happened to me at scale over the past three years. I'm not mad at people, I'm just sad, I'm disappointed. How could you go along with this? You know it's not true, but you're saying it anyway? Really, you're putting your pronouns in your email? You're ridiculous. Kudos to the Christian University who actually uh, relieved a, a staff member of duty who was complaining about uh, the policy that the school had they felt that was not inclusive enough. And when the person then decided, well, maybe I don't want to lose my job and rescinded that in writing, um, this man, I believe, uh, included his pronouns in his signature stamp. And the university said, that's a violation of our policy. No one is to put their pronouns there because there are only two genders and it should be, you know, we hold those truths to be self-evident that we should be able to tell who's a male and who's female by their names and who they are. And by putting the pronouns here and they spelled it out. <laughs> Here's clean out your desk. This is the whole thing. And people on the internet are applauding because of the common sense that's here. But I do resonate with what he said for those in the greatest generation especially and he mentioned his dad being 82 and my mom and dad will be 90 next month and there there comes a point where you either find your your tunnel as it is that 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 uh that uh silo and you just surround yourself with what you remember and what's familiar and what helps you keep your balance or you adhere to the truth and begin to wonder, is the truth gonna sustain me? And brothers and sisters, this is my pitch for faith in Christ. I have said it during the pandemic, I'll say it now even more so that the pandemic has been officially declared over by a congressional decree. You know, the, the Senate had to pass a bill that the president had to sign declaring that the pandemic was over. Pandemic was over a long time ago in terms of the risk factor with COVID. But it wasn't officially over until the government officials said, now all these emergency uh, policies that we put into place are now rescinded. It took over three years, nearly three and a half years. And the pandemic really was at its worst for about a year. But the idea that we, the people, went along with this as a group. I mean, to Tucker Carlson's point, is the herd mentality stronger than the desire for sex or food or even power? 
the the desire to not be challenged, the desire to know that somebody's got your back. I mean, is that where we're making our moral decisions now? Is that morality is established in herds? I mean, I'm here today to share with you that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior, and he paid the penalty for my sin on the cross. He paid the penalty for your sin on the cross. He conquered death and hell. He rose again from the grave. He ascended into heaven 40 days later, is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. And 10 days after he ascended, he sent the Comforter, the Counselor, the Holy Spirit to guide us. And it's under the influence of the Holy Spirit that we speak the truth in love. It's under the influence of the Holy Spirit that we receive the good news of salvation, but that we lovingly also tell people you're a sinner and you're going to hell apart from the salvation from Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. And then the basics of what God created, the heavens and the earth to be, and people to be, and life forms to be. And if we've gotten to the point where the herd says, well, yeah, but you know, if you go to this university, if you go to this think tank, if you watch this news channel, and they're all talking about gender fluidity and transgenderism, and wait a minute, just because everybody agrees, I mean, I get it. I mean... You know what it's like to grow up in a home where the other family plays Monopoly different than your family does. And you get there to the house, to the sleepover or whatever it is, they pull off the board, you say, great, I wanna do this. And all of a sudden they're rolling for things that you don't roll for. And all of a sudden they're putting $500 in the pot. And if you land on free parking, you get it and say, wait, that's not the way my family plays it. And halfway through the game, they're mortgaging all the properties and selling them off quicker. But wait, that's not the way my family plays it. Well, that's the way we play it here. And since that's the way we play it here, these are the house rules. And so now eternal standards, morality, all being determined by house rules? That old Southern cop that comes up and bashes in your headlight with a nightstick and says, that's a $50 fine in this part of town. I mean, it's amazing, but this is where we live. All the more reason to hold fast to the truth, brothers and sisters. And this is not because Tucker Carlson was a good guy and because Fox News Channel is the only place I get my news from, but because we are holding fast to the truth. You know, the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but through him. We want to know what's true and right about this world, as despicable as it can be and as beautiful as it can be. We'll hear more from Tucker Carlson on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. We got a big dose of truth on June the 24th, 2022. Can you believe it's almost been a year since Roe versus Wade was overturned? And look at the turmoil that has happened in the culture since then. The left has taken this as their uh, their war cry to say, we've got to fight for women's rights and women's health. And, you know, the, the democracy is at risk if we don't reinstate a national abortion law. Oh, my goodness. At the name of the game, though, the reality is. When a man and a woman conceive a child in the woman's womb, because the man will never have one, that human baby has a life, has a soul, has a heartbeat, and has the right to live. Our friends at Preborn understand that, and that's why they are committed to telling the truth about the sanctity of human life to women all over the country who come to Preborn, find out that they're pregnant, have an ultrasound, and 85% of the time choose life for the child. Your $28 donation right now and every month will help save another baby's life. Will you make that donation today? Go to kbrightradio.com, click on the preborn banner and make your best tax deductible donation to preborn or give them a call. It's this simple. Call 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. 
833-850-2229. Call Preborn right now. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Jannie from San Diego and Barbara from one of our listeners in Colorado, KLDC. Thank you, Jannie. Thank you, Barbara, for calling in and winning those PureFlix subscriptions. They are three months of free PureFlix programming for you and your family to enjoy. And the good news is you can test run those things this week and be ready this Friday, May the 5th, for the release of Steve Taylor's new movie. Steve, the legendary Christian musician and Christian video maker. Uh, he's the executive producer of this brand new movie called Sun Moon about Kelsey, our heroine of the story, uh, who is left at the altar by her no good flaky fiance and winds up while she's at the church, literally cleaning up what was supposed to be her wedding reception. She hears a missionary and his wife uh, share their testimony about how the guy is an American. He went to Taiwan to teach English. He met this woman. They have a wonderful life and they're looking for more teachers. And Kelsey says, why not? I already quit my job. I gave up my apartment. I thought I was going to be on my honeymoon. I'll go. Lord, here am I, send me. And it's a delightful love story about not only her kind of falling back in love with God again, but also, you know, what happens with the kids that she's teaching and uh, the instructor who provides a little romantic relief as well. Uh, congratulations to uh, uh, to our two winners today here on the Bottom Line Show. Um, we're listening to Tucker Carlson, and I'm so grateful that we have this audio to share with you. I don't know if we're going to get through the last half of it, but we're going to get through as much as we can. This is a speech that he gave at the uh, uh, Heritage Foundation. It was a fundraising event for them, and Tucker is an alum of the Heritage Foundation. But when he started talking about truth, and started talking about the way the media handles it or mishandles it, the way the politicians handle it or mishandle it. This isn't just a Republican hack saying, I don't like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. There's a much deeper message that he's sharing with the folks at Heritage. Let's continue now. Uh, it's cut five or cut six. I'm sorry I've lost count. What does it even mean? You're saying things you can't define. LBGTQIA+, who's the plus? The plus is invited to my show anytime. Find a plus and I'll interview him. What's it like to be a plus? Am I a plus? I'm serious. I feel like I'm an addition. Does that make me a plus? No one even knows what it is. And the whole society, LGBTQIA+. All right, what's the plus? Oh, shut up, racist. Okay. So you, you reach that place and you feel, and this is one of the reasons, Father Scalia, I, I was actually overcome a little bit with emotion as you prayed because I realized that I was so upset by the behavior of some people I love, frankly, in a country I revere and always have, um, that I wasn't praying for the country. You know, that's on me and we all should be. But back to my point. So you see the sadness happening, but there is, as there always is, this is a fact of nature and theology and of observable reality, there is a countervailing force at work always. There's a counterbalance to the badness. It's called goodness. And you see it in people. So for every 10 people who are putting he and him, him in their electronic JP Morgan email signatures, there's one person who's like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry, I don't want to fight, but like, I'm not doing that. It's a betrayal of what I think is true. It's a betrayal of my conscience, of my faith of my sense of myself, of my dignity as a human being, of my autonomy, I am not a slave, I am a free citizen, and I'm not doing that. 
And there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it. And I hope it won't come to that. But if it does come to that, here I am. Here I am. It's Paul on trial. Here I am. And you see that in people, and it's a completely unexpected assortment of people. I think, I mean, I, I appreciate his passion, and I share his frustration. And, you know, what's interesting to me is somebody on the left will hear what Tucker Carlson said, and they said, well, he's angry, and he's screaming, and that's bad, because anger and screaming. And I'll bet he's fired a gun. Oh, he mentioned pheasant hunting. This is a key point. I resonate with everything he just said. But I also am mindful of the fact that what he said and the way he said it are not of equal importance to people on the left. We have landed in a time where, yeah, you need to be able to say, oh, I don't get this. It doesn't make any sense. But you've got a whole generation of people, a whole swath of the American culture right now even parts of the so-called progressive church that would actually be more upset with the fact that he raised his voice, would be more upset with the fact that he sounded angry than what he actually said. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> Tune into NPR sometime or public broadcasting, and here's what you get. Well, you know how it goes. Welcome to National Crawford, National Roundtable and Podcasting, and, and uh, I'm your host, Joe English Accent. There's classical music and acoustic guitars playing behind me. I'll speak very softly, I'll speak very slowly, and you'll assume that I'm intelligent, so there are four, so are you. See, don't you feel, I, I know people who listen to National Public Radio on their commute home. I'm grateful for everyone who listens to The Bottom Line Show, uh, but, I know there are people who do it because they want to get away from the stress of the world. Here's an announcer with an Australian accent telling you about climate change. It's sad, but don't worry, we have a solution. Now, should we be good stewards of the planet as Christians? Absolutely, that's Genesis 1 and 2. But are the world solutions the way to go? Hardly. Someone close to our extended family got rear-ended last week in a car that is ostensibly a green vehicle, electric car. Electric cars don't recycle as easily as other cars do. If that car is declared a total mess and there aren't usable parts, it will then be dropped off in a landfill. It won't wind up at pick your part. Those big turbines that you see all over the country that generate electricity, when they stop turbining, they must be disbanded to the tune of $500,000 per, and there's no place to recycle them. So tell me about how that's green again. I mean, I understand fewer carbon emissions if we're not using petroleum-based products, but at what cost? The Coachella Valley, the Southern California desert is about to be strip mined for all of its lithium. It's gonna smell horrible. It's going to rob the land of natural resources. And then what? No one's asking the then what questions. Because if you ask the then what questions, the response you get is, well, you're a hater. So please understand that what Tucker Carlson is saying here in this address is powerful and it is important. And in this context, to a group of people at the Heritage Foundation, he can basically lose his stuff. 
But if you want to have the same kind of argument with people who don't agree with you, please understand it's an away game. Gentleness and respect is the order of the day. If you lose your cool, you'll be dismissed. Is that fair? No. But ask the missionary who spends 30 years of their life trying to learn a new language and learn the new customs, how easy it is to share the gospel in English with American accent to people who don't speak that language. See, that's the key. Too many people in the culture now don't speak truth. They don't speak morality. They don't speak logic. They don't speak reason, but they think they do. So what's the solution? We'll take a look at some solutions on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. You know, I just finished a meeting in Africa with a group of guys. And I said to them, here's the deal. They want to know how things are going in the United States. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. Things are crummy. But I said, what you do every day is you get up every day, gentlemen, and you realize that none of this matters. God is in control. And if you believe that, then it, it's all downhill. And, and I said to them, I said, so as we struggle here with the things that we're planning to do here in Africa, it's exciting to see all the things that you guys want to do and the plans you're making. Just know that God is in charge. And so, and the bad things that are happening in the United States, God is going to work all them to good, Romans 8, 28. That's the only solution is just go back every day to Jesus and ask him, for guidance and what you're supposed to be doing. Amen and amen. Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Who wants to be a clone? I It's been 40 years since I've heard that song from Steve Taylor today here on The Bottom Line, using that as a little bumper music. I forgot the bass part was so impossible. All I remember is a da na 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 It was great to have Steve on the program today to talk about the new movie, uh, Sun Moon, which is streaming at pureflix.com. And congratulations to Janny, uh, our first winner, and also Carol, uh, for winning those two Pure Flix subscriptions. And to everybody who called in and got... Dennis Wilson's uh, links for the movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma. Movie Mondays are so much fun. We've been listening to Tucker Carlson, formerly of Fox News Channel. Officially, he still is a part of Fox News Channel. Uh, they've not reached a settlement yet from uh, the, 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 the contract that he has. It actually goes until December of 2024. Uh, he's paid very handsomely, and they have to work out a settlement he has hired the same attorney that Don Lemon at CNN hired, but this was also the same guy who helped Megyn Kelly when she was uh, bounced from her position. Well, she didn't. She left Fox of her own uh, fruition or free will, I should say. She, um, when she left NBC, uh, they hired her to do some stuff for the Today Show and some other things, and and she wound up uh, having to sign a non-disclosure agreement. So. We, we don't know the specific terms, but uh, that same attorney and legal team is handling all those different. I think they handled Bill O'Reilly's too. So Tucker's going to be fine and he's going to land somewhere. And when I see people going on the media and saying, we've got to get Tucker Carlson on Newsmax or One American News or whatever it is, or heck, maybe Crawford Broadcasting. I mean, that, that'd be kind of fun. Um, <laughs> if you, hey, tune in for three to four thirty for Tucker Carlson live. I'd be like, yeah, well, wait a minute. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. I don't think we're in negotiation with Tucker, but we could still play some of his stuff. But the points he's making about where America is are important. Equally important are the points that he made in this address to the Heritage Foundation, which Tamara's putting up at thebottomlineshow.com. Equally important is him saying, hey, 
I tipped, dipped my toe in the political fray last fall. I recommended candidates for the 2022 midterms. And he said, and I got my clock cleaned. Every single candidate that I put weight behind lost. And the reason they lost was not necessarily voter fraud. It wasn't that the Democrats did a better job of marketing, though, I mean, they kind of did by the new rules. It's just that the rules changed. Victories are not permanent. Morality, from a biblical standpoint, isn't there anymore. If you want to believe that America is still a Christian nation, you're welcome to do so. But don't do so at the expense of seeing your values trampled in the public square and then standing by and clutching your pearls and throwing your hands up and saying, what's wrong with our country? I'll tell you what's wrong with our country. What's wrong with our country is that we've moved away from biblical standards, that morality is now by consensus. Tucker Carlson mentioned in his address to the Heritage Foundation, he said the, the, the primal urges that used to drive people, status, success, hunger, you know, food and clothing have been replaced by a herd mentality that says, I want to be right. I'm not willing to fight for what is right. I want to be right. And if I find enough people that I can surround myself with who agree with me that what I say is right is right, then I feel empowered. And that's the world to which we are called to go and preach the good news. Are you up for the challenge? Let's do this. That's the bottom line.